0: right club be the right club today.
1: Yes. Well, I mean that's better
2: than most. How about him? That is better than most.
1: Better than most.
0: Expect anything different? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No laying Up podcast. Monday night rare Monday night recording here in uh the Kill house in the studio. Sally here. Neil Schuster back from an, a uh, busy, you know, couple weeks. I think you had busy. over Christmas break. Yeah, uh, some things happened on your end. I spent a little time in
1: Charleston. Uh, got engaged. Oh, that's super beautiful. happy. You know, got the, uh, you know, put the franchise tag out there, and, uh, and it was franchise
0: accepted. tag is a one year thing. Yeah, that's not. This yeah. is
2: the opposite of a franchise tag. This <laughs> uh, is like a Patrick Mahomes actually, contract.
0: An engagement is kind of a
1: franchise tag. That's right. That's right. You know? There you go. And then we're gonna put the jersey in the rafters. That's quitting. That's retiring. But but, <laughs> no. But it means they're always with. But they're you. always it'll you know you're okay. a part of the program. Forever. I'll say
2: Neil Freddie. Come on
1: man! Did you play football in college?
0: Uh, also here is uh, Tron Carter.
2: Yeah, Freddie, my son is, is he's devastated that Neil proposed to what Freddie thought was Freddie's girlfriend uh, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we will have to explain that to him that hey Carson is not your girlfriend, Freddie.
1: I've had I've had to sit the little man down a couple times and say hey man, you know. She's she's my she's my girl. Yeah,
2: but I think once he realizes that she's around forever, that
1: yeah, it'll be a win for him.
0: I th- he, Freddie will steal your girl, so I would be be cautious of that. Before we get rolling, want to give a shout out to, of course, our friends at Whoop. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I've been not checking the data nearly as closely over the last few weeks because it would be pretty pretty damning. I have a feeling. Uh, I need to get back in shape. I think. You know, I'm one of the few people out there that's setting a New Year's resolution to be in better shape in, in the next year. Uh, I'm going to be monitoring the WHOOP data a lot closer. If you don't know what WHOOP is, it is a fitness wearable. It provides you personalized insights on the performance of your sleep, how well you recover, how much stress you're actually putting on your body throughout the day. It actually got so bad that I, I kind of stopped working out, and so it reads my you know, normal everyday activities as really high heart rate. like Spikes. <laughs> as like, you're doing great at, you're cool. The you're, baseline you're, Yeah, is yeah my baseline has sucked so bad that uh, it's telling me I'm working out a lot and I'm actually not.
2: So yeah. I, I have a confession. After we had our son Gus in September, I took the whoop off for a while because <laughs> <laughs> the stats were so bad every night. And then I've, I've seen like over the last two months, I put it back on because it's like, all right, like it's, it's a good indicator for COVID and all that stuff. Yeah, I got crunk on I'm not a New Year's guy at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, TC's a no New Year's I hater. I
2: fucking hate New Years. I had a 3% recovery. That's pretty on good. On January 1st, and I was like, "You know what? As always, I'm going to go I'm going to go to bed at it's like 10:30. I'm going to I'm going to wake up fresh. I'm going to I'm going to get the year started off right." I woke up at like 11:15. <laughs> I,
1: was I actually got some sleep over the break. I caught up. I I slept in, you know, didn't go to bed too crazy, but slept in a little bit and uh Yeah, and the Whoop and, and when you do, you know, when the when the stats are good, yeah. it's nice wearing the Whoop. It you're really like, is. I, I feel like the kid right now. It
0: took two nights off of drinking, not to brag, but uh, my 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 numbers showed it. Whoop is offering fifteen percent off when you use code no laying up at checkout. Go to whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com. and enter code no laying up to save fifteen percent. Sleep better, recover faster, and train smarter with Whoop today.
1: Also, you're Goal there, get in better shape. It's way too abstract. Chime into the Trap Draw Goals podcast. Okay. We need to get that on the calendar we do. for next week. Give me mean next week. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling none is, of us hit our goals that's from last year. I don't even
0: remember what my goals were. I hit some of
1: my goals. I, some of them. I
2: think my goals were like make the U.S. mid Yeah, Yeah. Like, like, I, I started well, playing did, fucking golf left-handed. It did,
1: it did. <laughs> well, listen, the whole year kind of took a, a left
0: turn. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Like, that's that's fair. Uh, we had to readjust. We had to bob and weave a little bit.
0: I declared what I was going to weigh and I got there so I'll, I don't want to fear that shit. I'll give people a little
1: little taste of that trap draw. I said I was going to learn how to play the harmonica. <laughs> I, I bought one I touched it like three times I'm excited that I'm excited for that one
0: uh we uh surprisingly a lot to discuss we got some great questions that we're gonna get to stop calling us off for not getting to your questions actually that's a very fair call Should out. we
2: sprinkle some in throughout. yeah I got it.
0: yeah we're okay. we're ready to roll uh we're gonna move things along here we're gonna start with a little discussion here we're gonna get to a favorite game that we play to start uh, the year which is who won this tournament last year we're gonna get there eventually uh, several people chimed in with questions. You know, Ch- speaking of which, Chad Tracy, 22, was asking for some more discussion about the Golf Channel issues and the Lisa Cornwell pod. For those that have not listened, we recently posted uh, an episode where I-, I had a conversation with Lisa Cornwell. She had some tweets that went out right on January 1st about her being let go from the Golf Channel, uh, how she was treated there, mm-hmm. and kind of had some follow-up tweets with some stories and. Thought it'd be worthwhile, you know, with everything that's gone on in the golf cha- with the golf channel for the past year, the amount of questions we get about why is blah 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 happened in the golf channel, why does this happen, why does this happen? I thought it was a very pertinent story. We discussed it, of course, as a group and landed on that conclusion and had that conversation with her. And it's uh, it's difficult. We're not journalists. It's a um, it's a weird, tricky situation. I think it went decent. Uh, there's been a lot of feedback. I'm curious as to how you guys would like to start the conversation.
2: I would say I, I, I think regardless of what any of us think, it's good that we gave her a platform. I think it was credible. I've got opinions we can get into, but I, I think just baseline, it was credible that she worked there for, what, seven years, came on, talked about her experiences, doors open for Golf Channel people to come on as well. You know, I, I imagine it's probably tough to get your voice out there hopefully this starts a discussion amongst current golf channel staffers, former golf channel staffers. And, and, you know, I, I don't think it did any harm. Right. Oh,
0: I think it did harm at the well, golf channel level. Yeah. Uh, I think Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It didn't, it didn't, uh, it, it was, I don't, I don't know. Neil, I want your thoughts first before I share mine.
1: I thought it was refreshing to hear someone go off, <laughs> like
0: just, just
1: go for it, you know? There's a lot of people that, that sit down for a 60-minutes interview or, you know, some of the stuff you see on TV or on the Today Show that it's very – it kind of follows the line of questioning and it, it's guided a little bit. I thought, Saul, you did a really good job of just not saying a word. and laying, some, laying out. I did. I did a lot of <laughs> laying out. And just, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's a perfect thing for a podcast. I'd be honest and said, I was like, man, I don't. I hope this doesn't turn into, like, inner office – you know, squabbling, you know, before I listened to it. And then I listened to it, I was like, man, you know, we're going in all different directions here, but I'm, I'm kind of like, it's nice to get a peek behind the curtain. And if somebody has something to say and is very, I thought she was very resolute in her intention to do that. And like, I'm, I, I have something to say. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say every bit of it and I'm not going to hold back. And, you know, she said, maybe it's career suicide. I don't care. You know, it's like, man, you know what? Like go off then I'm kind of, I'm kind of for it. Now, there's definitely another side of the story. You know, there's a legal aspect to it and all that. So there's probably a lot you don't know, but I just think it's refreshing to hear somebody just tell it like they think it is.
0: I think it's it's very difficult for her to not speak on the topic without a flood of emotion, right? It's her life. It is... She uh, lived it. She lived it, yes. So I think it is... Could points have been made, you know, more concisely, probably, you know, some some of the details of the story were, you know, did, to your point, TC, were a bit of inner office stuff that I think it, it, it contributed in a large part to her overall story.
2: Well, and I think that's that's the part for me that legally, too, shout out to Tom Mars, M-A-R-S.
1: <laughs> um, but, Mars, bitches. <laughs>
2: but, like, legally, I think it's, it's important, too, to note that, like, I would imagine with other people that they've talked to, with knowing that other NDAs have been signed all right there's no reason to sign an NDA if if bad shit hasn't happened like you know there's definitely a problem there it does it is it gender discrimination or is it just a really shitty workplace that's probably up for debate but i think like on the baseline it for me as a listener you know like going back to your approach to it it was like hey let's let's figure out let's just let her tell her story and then let the listener decide you know because we yeah. didn't know like we don't know we still don't know you know, I don't know where we fall out on it, but I'm willing to listen more, right? I'm willing to follow the story and see where it goes because I think, you know, there's there's definitely, it definitely sounds like a dysfunctional environment. Now, was she the best, you know, is she the best messenger for that or the best representative of that to tell the story? You know, maybe not,
0: but- But might be the only, so I think, it, so, the, the, you know, some comments I read, which I think are fair, and, and I was thinking along these lines when I, I made sure to ask her, you know what is the gender specific part of this right mm-hmm. so i think you can you can listen to a lot of what you said and and think i i don't quite see the connection and then her attorney kind of spoke to some of the gender specific stuff and they, i don't know if they did a great job of connecting the two i know he did a great effort uh, in in terms of saying i think the gender specific stuff is representing a lot more people than just her even if her issues yeah. weren't necessarily gender specific there's clearly a pattern there as a right? whole there are these issues here did they Completely, t- I mean, he mentioned some very specific instances, and I imagine all of these things Which again was Mars from the top rope. Yeah,
1: I didn't see <laughs> it, it's I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it, it, it's we, we can't and, be... And not neither did, did, uh. Hugh Freeze, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, for real, man, that guy's a menace.
0: It is not for us to play judge and jury because that's literally what the courts are for. Like yes. we don't have all the facts, and I and they can't sell us everything. I thought they told us more than I thought they were going to when the when I heard the attorney was going to be on. I thought it was going to be to limit the conversation, yeah. not to expand on it, which was a surprise. You know, I also was balancing as we were discussing as a group, like, are we just being a soapbox for you know this side of the conversation and. And yeah. that's why we reached out to Golf Channel for comment. It's a tough place to be. We feel good about our position on it. We are appreciative of the considerations made by Tom and Lisa. I,
1: I was—I'll say one more thing. There's a, a piece of me. I remember reading a long article about like the work culture at Away Luggage, like two years ago. Is
2: that the, is that the lithium ba-
1: like battery? No, no. It was. It was like the C. The COO was just like verbally abusing everybody. Well, the luggage industry is very high stress as we know. It doesn't matter. The point being, I remember reading the argument or reading the article and being locked in like, man, this is, this is wild. But then also, (laughs) excuse me, sorry. He's getting flashbacks to Google. I remember reading the article and being like, man, this is crazy. But feeling a little voyeuristic of like, "Ah, you know, this isn't really that relevant to me. But at the same time, these people, they wanted to, they wanted to go on record. They wanted to tell their story. They wanted you know, the management to be held accountable for that. And I felt like at first when I turned on the podcast, I thought maybe this was just, you know, axe grinding or, you know, kind of got an angle, but I, I felt like she was genuine in the fact that she just wanted to, like I have some real issues with this organization and I think people need to know about them. And hey, if you you know, if that's interesting to you, keep listening. If not, we turn that one off.
2: Going back to to away luggage, was it a gender like, was no, it, it wasn't. Specific, it was or more or was like
1: just the... they over, they were overworking people. Okay. And they were making like the customers, they were they were like basically selling luggage they didn't have and like the customer support teams were working like- bearing the brunt of it. Oh, they were working like 90 hours, not getting paid overtime, getting sold the like, you know, this is venture backed, you're all going to make millions and then, you know, just getting left like out the drive. Because
2: I think this, like, when you look at it as just, all right, we're going to have Lisa Cornwell, quote unquote, you know, uh, recently- terminated or recently let go employee with Golf Channel. That's one thing. But when you look at how it fits in the larger ecosystem of, you know, Golf Channel basically hollowing out their entire ecosystem and their entire operation, moving it, you know, th- over a thousand miles away, you know, to a much different climate and, you know, just finding a bunch of synergies with NBC Sports Group.
0: Losing a lot of soul along the way. Yeah.
2: And, and you know, and just basically, and, and a very, you know, a company that that was very proud of where they were. You know, we can talk about Orlando. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Orlando, but like a lot of those people were. You know, and 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 still are. And so I think that's something to where you know there's it's part of a larger context, right?
1: It's uh, it's also very current. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's there's a lot going on at that organization, and so I think that peek behind the curtain was very. Well, and I think there's there's enlightening to me.
2: There's other topics at play here too, like the the whole OEM um, you know, Mizuno Iron thing at the at the ANA. Like, you know, that's you know, it seems like there was a very clear thing that happened based on people we've talked to in the industry and and it, and and uh, you know, I wouldn't say that unless like it clearly happens a lot too, right? Like it's right. like a lot of LPGA players like they want certain equipment or they need certain equipment, like sometimes they get charged for it, which, you know, if you're a top 100, 150 player in the world, as a it, like either gender, you shouldn't pay for equipment. Yeah, TC doesn't pay for his left-handed <laughs> equipment. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
0: it's... it to that point i mean for every story that you hear there's probably if it's it's either really not representative of a larger sample or it represents like 1% of what has been going on and i can't allege to either but i i think if we if we all thought like this feels out of left field i don't know if this is credible this is a one off disgruntled employee we probably would not have given her the platform to speak on it but it doesn't seem inconsistent with what we understand the culture to be like. Not that yeah. not that we can say definitively that it is, but it just doesn't
1: Or somebody go on record and tell me it isn't. Yeah. Seriously. Like come like there may be another side to the story. I would love to hear that too. But I thought that was a uh you know, I thought that was a, I thought what she said was fair, I guess is what I'm getting at. She, well, she f- I felt like she felt the way she she spoke, you know what I mean?
2: And it fits in with a larger theme of like NBC being a pretty fucked up place to work. Well, they've got there's some
1: there's a track record there a little bit, and I don't know how you know closely you can link the two again far away, but maybe some of the the corporate the hierarchy of things and there's not there's not a whole lot of benefit of the doubt there.
2: Some of some of the reporting structure as far as you know husband and wife, and then you get Brandel and and Bailey Chamblee. Like there's there's a lot of stuff going on there, and and I don't think a lot of that stuff would happen at a at an organization that puts that stuff as a priority, right?
0: yeah, I w- We would never let like two brothers work together. I know side it's by crazy. One
1: head of HR,
0: <laughs> you know, come on. One the head the of other, the, the other head, head of takes and the head of HR. The they see one the other of, the other one's head of bad, the compensation
1: man. committee. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I
2: just I, at the end of the day, I feel I still I feel good that one is is a multi billion dollar organization representative of a lot of different organizations within golf including the LPGA and the other is a is one lady who this is her experience and you know if if that's not indicative of a larger experience then i'd invite a bunch of other people to come forward but let's have that conversation
0: yeah, yeah. And, and i was careful not to at, at no point hopefully it didn't come off this way of spiking the football in any way i i tried my best not to react to the story and just Kind of hear what she had to say and present that in, in fairness. They were super appreciative of that. And because
2: uh, I, because like you know, I've like I've managed people before too, and like you, you have your bad eggs, you have your bad apples, and like if that's the case too, like that may very well be the case. And there, there was self-inflicted things here from Lisa, but but that you know, and, and I'm sure that'll all come out at the end of the day. But but if there's if there's valid conversation to be had let's have it
0: and to that point the performance reviews being very strong was like a kind of a part of that where i'm like well that doesn't whatever you if that was the case it doesn't really hold water because you guys were giving her great performance reviews so i think that successfully puts a bow on that it was a, a hot topic of conversation i don't want to say we didn't want to be complicit like we not covering it as being complicit in it but we kind of felt a little bit of that i think uh, in terms of there's a, there's somebody here ready to say some things. We have one of the few platforms that this would actually work on. Let's go for it. And yeah,
1: I think, and again, I said earlier, I think the podcast is a, it's it's tough to take stuff out of context. If you listen to the pod, it allows someone to kind of let their thoughts run and and come out. So
0: TC, why don't we, uh, before we transition to the next, uh, topic, of course, why don't you tell us about our friends at wine access,
2: wine access. I've been spending too much money with them lately. (laughs) um, they were part of the reason I got so
0: cool. twisted the other night. TC level um, 1
1: somehow. Actually, on uh, our mom, hey, yeah. um,
2: rabola Gialla. We yeah. had that a um, couple weeks ago. She loved it. Our mom loved it. It was that was one of the selections on there. You know it's the,
0: good when when TC's spending money with one of our sponsors instead of, you know,
2: spending money.
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm Honestly, if there's something
1: TC spends on, he comes home with boxes of wine sometimes. I'm like, "Man." Yeah, like, no, around I was over there like three weeks ago and he comes in I was like damn man you just did some work at the liquor store he's like oh yeah not well you know this some of us in one I was getting
2: stock I was getting stocked up on wine and then franchise was coming down yeah. you know had to get some stuff for franchise and but yeah as far as like I get frustrated here in Jack's because there's just nowhere to buy wine you know there's the big box retailer and then there's there's just not like a really good like a decent you know purveyor of interesting wines so that's I've gravitated more and more to online and i think wine access does a good job of you know giving you a selection of stuff that's across the board you got the the stuff that's being sold in michelin star restaurants and then you've got other stuff that's you know imported that's that's kind of a a one off that you wouldn't see even at some of those big box stores.
0: You can go to wineaccess.com slash N O U. They're giving uh, our listeners fifteen percent off their first three purchases. And you can also join their wine club at WineAccess.com slash club.
2: They have two levels of the wine club too.
0: Oh interesting. They have
2: a like a kind of a C suite level, high, you know, higher end a lot of good California stuff, a lot of good French stuff. Got a bunch of like great burgundy stuff on there lately
1: do they have a two buck chuck and then, they, strap and then they, they've got a strapped introductory
2: explore what i like some, some of the
0: more uh, a nascent palette yeah. if you
1: will
2: no but just more more developing regions and
0: everything like that well thank you for that before we get into any other topics can i work in a few more tweets maybe some questions for the listeners just to make sure we're please we get to just to keep every, let's get off on the right foot this year
2: well, um, I, I will say to wineaccess.com slash n-o-u
1: yeah
0: that's the, you said it. You I get fifteen percent off. Yeah, yeah. You said it. Oh, okay that's my job. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't <laughs> I thought you didn't I you. Though. No, I didn't.
2: I didn't. I wanted to talk about the shit that I've been buying.
0: <laughs> he does the passion. I do the <laughs> transaction. They've had a bunch
2: of Gevry Chambertin and. You know DRC stuff on.
0: All right, <laughs> he hit him with it. They got they got double trouble there. I was surprised to see this question come through because I feel like I was hoping this storyline. Lo- I don't know. Maybe I'm not hoping. I'm opening this uh, up for discussion. Just Charlie Woods. Yeah. yeah
2: I'll Get the fuck out of here. No, no, Lugan no. I have, some,
0: I have some. thoughts at Lugon83. We need some Charlie Woods takes. We didn't do a pod after the PNC. We didn't have one scheduled after the PNC yeah, Father so Challenge or whatever it was. But so we have not had a chance to discuss it. So, uh, riddle bummed, me this. Wait, I'm, riddle I'm, me this. Hold on, before we go there, I just, I'm just bummed that that uh,
1: Lightspeed and Lee Jansen didn't have a, a strong showing. Did the, you confirm Jansen.
2: that it was Lightspeed?
0: Uh, yeah, it's his only song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
0: right. So, t, to your point, TZ, you're, you don't even want to talk about it. I, on I think two, I'm in, on two levels. Okay, I think I'm in this boat. And but I think I was anti this whole storyline just because of how Twitter reacts to this stuff and was all over it before it even happened. Yeah. So I'm, I think maybe I ruined it for myself when I actually kind of watched some of the highlights and I'm like, this is actually pretty damn cool,
2: dude. On the on the NLU Instagram account, like the first, you know, like the the one of the first practice rounds, like Tuesday or Wednesday, they show up and and it was the video of Tiger and Charlie hitting next to each other kind of in sequence right and and the club twirl and the little you know just like you know everything and i threw that up and i was like that's pretty damn cool right and it was it, yeah it's just i think it's more of a commentary on a like
0: the oversaturation
2: oversaturation and b like just how fucking voyeuristic people are too
0: of like they put themselves out there though that so that's where i'm at with like it being oversaturated or i i, I hated the takes of like Go, stop breaking down 11 year old swing. Like, you know, just let the 11 year old be. It's like, dude, like. I don't know if Tiger. I don't think he. I think they decided to play in the father's son. No. Yeah.
1: I don't think that's him putting him out there. I, it looked like he was thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying yes. the experience. But I don't think it was for, hey, look at my son. No. Right? I think it's like, even with all this oversaturation, the point I'd like to make is that it still, it truly warms my heart. Like, yeah. I could, I'm with you. I feel like I've totally. seen these same 10 videos 500 times. And every time I'm like, man, that, that well, his truly, swing is sick. I was going to, I was going like... <laughs> to warming my heart. Like the kid swings exactly like his dad. It's unbelievable. I was going to try a whole bit. We're like, I don't, his swing is terrible. Like, what are these people talking about? No, it's awesome. I know. And it's so, and it's, it was, it, I didn't watch the PNC. Like I didn't watched any coverage well, I just you couldn't <laughs> that's part of the issue well there you a, go <laughs> but like i saw you know saw it it, it it is complete oversaturation but i think that speaks to like how cool it really is that i'm still i was still like yeah show me more like i want i wanted to see more of it and, and i think we but all right so like going back like the tour is
2: tweeting videos of them coming from the parking lot to the front door of the the Ritz Carlton Golf Club and all that. Like that, that to me is where it's like have a little bit of taste. Right? The media argument I'd make against or that? Tiger. No, the media. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, Tiger, uh, that's it's what like I didn't think Tiger's like, hey, I'm Tiger. gonna, I'm gonna give you a good thing here. I'm yeah. gonna show up to this. Like, don't, don't ruin it. Because that's where right? I'm at. I don't think it's
1: on Tiger. No, not at all. I think he's allowed to play in this father-son right event play in that. with his son. I mean like you know, like Omir and his son. They're like all they have all played in it. It's like basically his buddies. Every, it's him and his buddies. It's like Tiger getting
2: payback for everything we've taken from him over the last Yes. Like I'm totally with that. So I think there's a certain sense of like there needs to be an understanding with the tour or with the broadcast partners and all the media on site of like, hey, like don't beat the shit out of this pinata, right? Like
0: Yeah. I think my only counter argument to that is like from their eyes. People are into it. You see the engagement that comes with this stuff, and like people are fo- we're following the story. People that were not golf fans, you know, and but that I, doesn't make it right. It does, but they're desperate to reach that fan, and like that is feeding that fan. So well, like, that's
1: a bummer because I wish it was more like the way the media used to treat Jeter, you know, or maybe other athletes well, of old, where it's like, hey, there's a little bit of a gentleman's agreement here. Of hey, I'm gonna like like TC said, I'm gonna give you what you want. Like we're gonna walk. You're gonna get. This is, this I'm, is I'm giving week. you a
2: hell of a lot more than you would have gotten from the PNC father-son to begin with. But just, like, there's boundaries here, right? Yeah.
0: I, I, I think I was more annoyed with just, like, people on Twitter more than I was, like, the PGA I think, I
1: think it's also—I that's I think there's just so many more outlets now that, like, maybe there is a, a, that gentleman's agreement or whatever with the, the PGA, the main outlet. Hey, yeah, let's not beat this up. Like, let's not disrespect— and, and oversaturate, but I mean, there's I, just all, there's all these, there's a meme account, there's... there's
2: well, I was going to say, the the golf meme accounts, the Boca G- Roms, Haram, yeah. the Al-Qaeda's, the Boca True Roms, bad the uh, you know, Al-Shabaab's, yeah.
1: all those. Th- those, yeah, they're... Yeah. PJ memes, stars. I mean, it's, it's, stars. it's a true clicks sweepstakes out there. So I, I guess it's harder to control that when there's that many more fish in the pot.
2: That's my biggest thing, though, is like, like, if you're a media official for this thing, like... Treat it like the DMCA sweepstakes. Like put all because they they love doing takedowns and all stuff, all sorts of stuff like that. Do it as that. They
0: love for us. They don't love it for all the all but, the meme accounts. They let I'll them go nuts. I'll
2: put DMCA cases on all y'all. Twenty <laughs> 23 hour lockdown. Because at some point, isn't it? Um, Like less is more too, right? Like you want Tiger to come back and play in this thing next year. That's a win. And the more, you know, the less you see of Charlie, the more people are going to be like, oh man, like like I want to see more of that kid. I want to see more of that kid. And it's like, like less is more. And you know, that's never the the reality in twenty twenty
1: one. Right. What do you guys think about a little bit tangent here? A little bit of a tangent. The Tiger documentary, HBO.
2: Hold on, hold on. Before we get off the PNC father son. (laughs) I thought it was bullshit that JT and his dad were allowed to play in it. Of course a, you did. He's a, P, he's a PGA pro.
0: Yeah, I can't no up any caring for this. It's
2: like Drew Love and Davis playing in it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they, did,
0: they did. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so you're saying
1: it's both of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: The integrity of the PNC championship I will think it's not truly be. just a
1: chance for them to hang out, man. Like all the all those guys are down in Florida during the winter and
0: they just want to play golf. But like, or sons.
2: like don't win. <laughs> Right, like don't try okay, to win. Yeah. Throw
1: throw the game.
0: And if they didn't win, P- D- D- uh, TC would be sitting here like, how do you, how play do you with not your dad? win? How I do mean, you not honestly, win? Honestly,
1: I don't know if he is a PGA pro. He he might he might be. He's Charlie he's Woods' a- swing coach. He's a <laughs>
0: vanity capper.
1: Is he really? Yes.
0: Oh, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> I the cool. All right, so what warmed my heart the most was like Charlie Woods teeing off first, hitting a drive, grabbing the tee, looking back at his dad with the thumbs up, and, and Tiger not even teeing off. I was just like. Dude, that's pretty All right. that's pretty cool. So going back a, to a lot of the sauce there. He does yes. have a lot of sauce. Maybe too much. The, yeah. the
2: second shot it's he hit in on much. the par, par five, five. Oh my god, that, that was insane. Sick. But I like I will say, even NBC leans into that element of the father's song where part of the reason it's on tape delay is so they can pre-produce it and make sure they don't embarrass half the kids in the field.
1: Mm. Light in the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or,
2: or young adults in the field. You know, aspiring rappers. Yes. For those who are, who are listening, Lightspeed is Lee Jansen's...
1: Connor, yes. Silent... Who I like. He's a great guy, but he's he's an aspiring rapper. And, and goes by Lightspeed. And he's actually got some game, though. Like, you play golf. But they didn't have a strong showing this year. <laughs>
2: but that's the fundamental foundation of the tournament, right? Is hey, this is for, you know, this is for bond, family bonding yeah. time and all that. And then you've got... You know, some of these people breaking down Charlie's swing from 15 different angles on, you know, all sorts of technology.
0: Well, I think they're probably going to be back again and probably will up the content by about 50%. I think they
2: should, the PGA Tour should hand out restraining orders. (laughs) That
0: one. All right. Got several uh, questions on the same theme. Um, I'm going to get to a a couple of these just so we don't get any shit. At Mr. Goodly Cooks, uh, will ROM's broken clubs be taken out of y'all's sponsorship dollars from Callaway? good.
2: If anything, I think we sh- they should send them to Jack's Beach, and we'll we'll give them to the juniors here.
0: Absolutely, we will take the we'll take the pre-owns for sure,
2: especially pro-spec pre-owns. Matt yes.
0: Duanis, uh said we've seen guys switch equipment and watch their game fall. Does this happen with Rom? Uh, and there was one more I wanted to get to. I'll get to it eventually. Well, there was
2: there was some guy from uh, My Golf Spy that chimed in and was like, "Hey, I'm going to." I
0: don't think it's My Golf Spy. It's Golf Spy NPR. I don't know if that means My Golf he's, Spy he's or not. Trying, but
1: he's, he's trying to looking
0: it. for the bold Rom switched equipment to our flagship sponsor. But I'm not sure that's going to be awesome for his game this season takes. So just throwing all of those out there as we discuss Rom going to Callaway, who is of course a sponsor of ours. But I mean,
2: he's what the number.
0: Number two, two ranked player, player in, in the world. world. All right, I uh, would say this. I don't think I haven't
1: seen a lot of guys switch to Callaway, and it be just a complete crater,
0: right? Like it's not Rosenhanma, is well, it? I brought this up to say like a lot of pe- a lot of people that switch equipment go through growing pains, and it's okay, it, it, it is not the sky is falling if he has a bad two two months to start the season. I think that when we do comment on this, one we are speaking from a different place, like. When Rose, the Hanma thing, that was very weird when it happened, one. Two, it was, we gave it a long period of time before we kind of looked at it and said, like, hey, is this the right move? And when any top a player switches equipment, I think it's fair to put that into question. Sure. So, like, do we can get all that out in the open right now? He will probably be very successful with it. If he's not, is it the equipment to blame? I would say probably not. Is it you know, a, a time period of adjustment thing. It could be, you know, if it goes horribly, I think we can point to the equipment not being a great match for him, but we haven't gotten in there at all.
2: I would say Sergio is probably the the example that people would use, but I think there's a lot more stuff going on there where Sergio played basically the exact same equipment for however long, and he's he's an interesting player. But going back to Rom, like, I think, yeah, it'll probably be pretty, pretty evident from the jump because, like, going back to... Him over the last you know, two and a quarter years, the longest that's gone between him having a top-ten finish has been three starts, <laughs> which was uh, coming out of the quarantine. Charles Schwab Challenge, RBC Heritage, Travelers. Actually, four starts, I'm sorry. Schwab, Heritage, Travelers, Workday, and then he won the Memorial. And he finished T3 at, the, at Mexico before that.
0: It is not Rose to Hanma like boutique brand that is very different unproven Uh, yeah exactly question maybe
1: dumb one you know you never know do you think it's a bigger deal when someone switches ball or equipment
2: i think for rom the biggest deal is going to be switching switching out of that
1: adidas uh,
0: stuff into that terribly
2: tailored (laughs) altered stuff it's going to be so much more comfortable
0: you I know. think ball is a big switch. Which I look at I look at Bubba. With, I look with, at the thing Bubba did. Well, he switched what, to big ball balls. Oh, that's what I'm
1: saying. Like, I mean, that shows the kind of the golf ball technology out there. So, I kind of look forward to. Let's. I, I want to see how he plays with the with the cowboy ball. God, I hope he plays really well. Not that's so much actually, because they're a sponsor, but I'm playing that ball, and that's like, yeah. man, I want to keep playing that ball.
2: <laughs> well, and you guys both switched to the. Crimson off hex. Yes, so I
1: just, I he's been playing it. I just yeah. which it sounds it. like Rom's like talking it up. Could be you know just because he's getting paid for it. it sounds like that like, was
2: one of the reasons he wanted to make this. Like, yeah, that was it, that it was, was one of the big ball.
1: things. A lot of it. A lot of the time it's the driver. But I'm curious but, how, what the disparity I you know because I it's hard to understand if you're not on the like the inside the parity between the golf ball compared to the parity with the the drivers. Right, like the equipment, like wh- where is there more of a lead with number one ball versus the number one driver?
0: And I'll say it is so much about the matchup too, right? It's about getting the right equipment, getting the right things down, and feeling a, a certain confidence with it that you know is and it's on it's on the player to get all that stuff figured out and to work with the teams. You Do know, it and,
2: in the right cadence of yes. the season and, or you know off season and all that. I think I think with Rom too, it's something where for every horror story, there's there's also like a Xander who's fit in just yeah. relatively seamlessly to the equipment. There's been fits and starts, but at the end of the day he's still trended in that, you know, proper direction.
0: Yeah. So we still are uh, you know, we've always affectionately called him Rombo. Everyone calls him Rombo, right? Of I, so, I think oh, we got Ronjay Ron, Ron Ham.
2: Ronjay <laughs> Ham. <laughs> J.
0: Ham. Yeah. Ron so yes, we will be dis- we will be discussing John Rom the same way we always do. You can't pre call us out for he's been sponsored by like twelve hours. People the biggest are like, the guess, biggest I guess thing you is- can't pre call us out because we just talked about uh, it five yeah, you, got us. you got
1: it. The
2: good. biggest thing is is the is that low you know is is the Travis Matthew like low key surfer bro apparel gonna gonna help him create a new you know more more calm demeanor right I, I know I know it's a big talking <laughs> point for the last two
0: years. We do got to get him back on because I got a I got I got some questions to ask. Waiting for me, <laughs> got to <laughs> ask about that. So, all right, you guys ready to go through the uh, prior schedule to do a little quiz? I'm God, gonna... I'm gonna get exposed. <laughs> We're gonna have to try to do this somewhat quick. So either you know the answer or right. you don't. All right, so all right. You, I spoiled
2: the, I spoiled Century earlier. Okay. Century, Just,
0: wait, let's see if he remembers so yeah. who won Century last year. JT, good job. Uh, who won the Sony Open in Hawaii? Cam Smith. Thank there you. There you go. The American Express. Adam Long. No, Schlong won it two years ago. Good job, though. Andrew Landry. I knew you had that one. Farmer's Insurance Open. Mark Leishman. Le- oh. So is
1: it? Is it just like a Jeffery? Uh, okay, we can who, do that. Is it Who
0: is Mark Leishman? You don't <laughs> remember who won the Waste Management last year, so... Uh, I <laughs> yes, I do. Webb Simpson. Oh, I, see, I didn't here. know. I didn't, G- know that one. I
1: didn't know that one.
0: Beat Finau. Beat your
1: boy up at the end.
0: He did beat him up at the end. We Come, we, come we can get your boy. Finau. Come Let's get your boy. Finau. We can talk some phenom stuff at the end of this. at t Pebble Beach Pro Am. This I did not know. No idea. Uh, I don't know. Nick Taylor.
2: Oh, uh, God! The Canadians are going to get all over us.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh <laughs> yeah! That's it might be. A, he dominated. Too. That might yeah. be the first I'm hearing of this. Uh, the Genesis Invitational.
1: Adam Scott. There, come you on. Go. How did I not know of that? Course. All right,
0: the Puerto Rico Open. Uh, Victor Hovland? Hovland. Good job. The you W, G- you guys, are, this is the best anyone's ever done at this game. WGC Mexico Championship. Patrick Reed, P, yes. nailed it.
2: Which P? Oh, we haven't talked about P yet. P,
0: P going to G four. <laughs> How
2: about that? <laughs> that
1: You're is very a, excited about a true that. True match. Admission scandal. <laughs> All sorts of scandals, uh, lots of scandals, scandals coming. on scandals. I
0: hadn't made that connection yet. Oh, dude, I tweeted it's, about oh, it yeah, earlier, and people I mean,
2: and people put up all sorts of like, you know, taking out all the vowels, <laughs> and so so they said like like fan, like FMLY, family on a hat, or <laughs> I've been on Twitter today. Neil and I had our own rub <laughs> or of like green. golf golf facts. <laughs>
0: We had a, goal, a little rub-of-the-green situation. We can talk about that a little later. Um, Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard was won by... Lord H-E-L-H-T-N. H-E-L-H-T-N. All right, Hatton. All right. There's an answer to this question. Who won the Players' Championship? Hideaki. There you go.
1: Oh, man. You guys, would, that's I inside say, baseball in the C-suite right there.
2: I would there.
0: say
1: the Vid won. Uh,
0: yeah, I think, I think well, the no, 19 won. No, i say one. the
2: Chainsmokers
0: won. The Chainsmokers <laughs> definitely won. Uh, the PGA Championship? Uh, Morikawa. It's got it listed. It's interesting. It's. Oh, okay. I see. What I see. What I did there. Did I get it right? Yes. You did the Charles Schwab Challenge. Burger. Got yeah.
2: it. Who Who is Daniel Berger? Yeah. Yeah. Who is?
0: <laughs> so this is going in the this year's order schedule of, of tournaments, okay. but last year's winners is what I've got. Uh, I should probably do the Wikipedia page, but uh, the Memorial Tournament. JT. No. Fuck. Rom. There you go. <laughs> we just. So you, don't, you don't get to do. Uh, you,
1: you can't uh, if you now, still wrong. beat me. I was like, I, I thought I was thinking Morikawa, but he was in the
0: playoff well, we with skipped, JT.
2: But we skipped the work day.
0: Well, yeah, We sorry. skipped
2: Harbor Town. Yeah, uh, I,
0: JT yeah, work yeah, so we got to go back. That's to, that's yeah. my bad. Listen, I'll, I will I will accept that. All right, we're gonna be bouncing around a little bit, but I got the proper list I think now, and I, I left out a couple key tournaments. Okay. Oh
2: my god. Big one.
0: A huge one. TaylorMade driving relief.
2: You left out Honda too.
0: Uh, Matt, Matt Wolf,
1: and I kind of I don't know and the Wolf, rib Wolf didn't win the rib and rib I thought Wolf it was
0: the rib and DJ beat Matthew Wolf and and Ricky Fowler okay I did leave out Honda who won Honda
2: Mackenzie Hughes
0: no 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 no, no. Uh, Sungjae yes
2: but but Mackenzie Hughes really won
0: Capital One's the match champions for charity. Tiger and Brady Peyton Peyton <laughs> Peyton Manning's listing as a winner last year and some other big names are uh, does he are have official
2: up. PGA Tour earnings that's a good question
0: RBC Heritage not Abraham answer Webb Simpson got it Travelers Championship
2: Ron Jaham no DJ
1: got it Rocket.
0: Yeah. See, TC in Jeopardy <laughs> if you <laughs> say the wrong answer you
1: don't get it so you can't just it's like but yo, get listen to this
2: Ron J Ham's not a real person, mm.
0: <laughs> so you didn't get it. John Robb. Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, De- uh, Bryson got it. The Workday Charity Open. JT Morikawa. There you go.
2: <laughs> that was the that was when he hit the Mega Drive on fourteen. So
1: Morikawa won that tournament. Yes. yes. JT did not win that he did tournament. Not win. All the right. Tournament. So I yeah. Tough um, scene.
0: The <laughs> that's tough for me. Here, here's the tough one. <laughs> the three M Open. Um, the guy, the, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Michael Thompson.
2: Michael Thompson, <laughs>
0: Michael. Thompson.
1: Oh no, yeah. nah. <laughs> But Wawrinski was there. He was yeah. there. Uh, the WGC
0: FedEx St. Jude invitation. I feel
2: bad because my like I want to I want to root for Michael Thompson because he seems like a really really good guy, but he seems like an however <laughs> he seems like an <laughs> algorithm of every Alabama guy to ever come through that program, you know whether it be. Drew Love or Robbie Shelton or JT it's like all of it's like a little bit of every one of them just put together and that's just kind of how I feel about them.
0: That's Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh oh, the, thank you for that. <laughs> the WGC champ uh w, World Golf Championship FedEx St. Jude Invitational. No idea. Bryson JT. I didn't watch really? that one. Yeah. The Barracuda. Which, all right. All right.
2: Going back to that one. Why don't they just get rid of the Tour Championship in Atlanta and just make the Tour Championship in Memphis?
0: I'm sure Southern Company has something to say with that, but I don't know. But like, Coca-Cola but, would have something to say. But like
2: Coca-Cola that. and Southern Company, I know they're big sponsors, but like FedEx is the sponsor. They're spending four X, five X. That's a right? good question.
0: The Barracuda Championship.
2: <laughs> Richard screen.
0: That is correct. Really? The Jim Wyndham Championship. Jim Herman. Got it. Good one. That's oh, good. Oh,
2: best wishes to Hermie. He's an asymptomatic VID case. Makes the century tournament of champions doesn't get to go and yet all these guys that didn't win. I think they should give him an exemption. They next, should next year, 2022. Um, the Northern Trust or 2021. Uh, Northern Trust, DJ, DJ
0: got it, got, you. got your ass. TC BMW championship, Rom tour championship.
2: D- Asterisk who really won? Come on,
0: DJ, yeah, okay. Yeah, but,
2: but did he really win? Yeah,
0: he did. Why do you say that? Because the the handicapping system. What does is,
2: what is the World Golf Ranking really say?
0: I don't, I, I don't know, and I don't care.
2: DJ came in tied for third.
0: Hmm. He won the $10 million, $15 million. Z- Who won the event?
2: Xander Shoffley won the event. DJ won wow. the event. And my close friend, Scotty Scheffler, came in second.
0: Uh, no wonder you're riding so hard
1: for this one. TC <laughs> TC's always got an angle. Always has a bias. Unbelievable.
0: That's always a fun game. You guys did way better. It was I thought, wasn't I that, thought, fun. We, I thought actually, that was pretty I, even.
1: I, I think it
2: could get... Yeah, but there's no way you get anybody in the fall season.
0: Oh, for this past fall? Yeah. Oh, gosh. In I the had... silly season? Yeah. Let's give it a try. All right, well, let's start with Safeway.
2: Mm, me, <laughs> me and Bob, we did Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't Phil. Uh. Hold on. Safeway. Oh,
0: Stewart Sink. Got it. Dang. U.S. Open. Bryson. Bryson.
2: That was a tie. tie.
0: Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship. Lamachina. He's got gifted hands.
2: Oh, Hudson Swafford. Yeah,
0: sorry. I knew he would know that. <laughs> oh, I should not have done all that. Right. Heel, You're so. leading the witness. Sanderson Farms Championship.
2: Got Bunky and Bardwell, and those guys are gonna be <laughs> mad at me.
0: I don't know. Sergio from, from Rio. Rio.
2: <laughs> Darkish, lightish hair.
1: That Heavy thin set, guy? thin
0: guy. Heavy set, thin guy. Unbelievable. Shriners Hospitals for Children open. I don't oh, remember it. Vegas.
1: I guess because like
2: I feel like six in a row they played at the same. Co Crack. Co- no, that was the that was the CJ Cup.
0: Ah, okay. I don't know. No clue. Martin Laird.
2: She- I didn't watch that one. No, there was a bunker shot involved, right?
0: There was a <laughs> sick bunker <laughs> That's shot. Cool man. <laughs> the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. Co Crack. He, all he in. went all. He in. went all in. Zozo Championship at Sherwood. <sighs> I can I
1: watch this Can't one too? It was. Oh. No.
0: The Bermuda Championship. I watched. God, there's so much golf this fall. Um, give me two, five
1: seconds. Uh, you don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the playoff. It was a playoff. Somebody won in the playoff. No, that was the RSM. I think. No, it was it was Bermuda. Brian what? Gay. Brian Gay. Oh yes. my oh. the greatest player of all time.
0: Yes. Vivent Houston Open. No idea. Brian Gay did win a playoff though. Okay. Be- look that up. Good for you. <laughs> Houston Open. Eh. Carlos Ortiz. Masters Tournament. DJ. The RSM Classic. Strubber. Sh- Mayakoba yeah. Golf Classic. Hovland. Got it. QBE shootout.
2: Um. This isn't a, this isn't an oh, official gosh, event. It.
0: It's on the schedule. Harris English. Ferris English and Matt Cooch. Yeah, Cooch had his son on the back. What, they tied? In the, it was a team. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> it's, the, it's the most forgettable tournament. That's a legitimate of, tournament? No, it's not. It's not part of their real
0: schedule. The like, genuine if, shock if, in his voice. They tied? If Unbelievable. That, if that
2: tournament is really listed on there, then like the PNC should be, it should be. Should be
0: listed as well. It should be, and it's not. And JT um,
1: shouldn't be allowed to play with his dad. <laughs>
0: All right, His dad's a stick. Our, our guy, Amal Yannick, wants to know, he says, going back into NLU lore for this one, who is the player that will do the Yato this year? Oh, great question. Yato. Year, year of the Takeover. Year of the shout Takeover. Shout out
2: to Amal, friend of, friend of the program from Boston. And
0: shout out to Jermichael Dr. Finley. Boston. Yeah,
2: J. Mike.
1: Yeah, for, for coining Yato. We got to give credit where it's due. Year right. of the Takeover. So I,
2: I think it depends on, do we still... Is Yatto still like coming from no? Like I feel like Scotty Scheffler was Yado.
0: I think it's got to involve a big leap, right? It's got to be you're going. Got to be over hundred
2: spots in the world golf ranking and ending up in the top thirty. right? I
0: would say what DJ did this year was a yado. Yeah, that was a takeover. He well, took I it. think it's JT maybe could one of these Yotto this no, year. No, but I'm right?
1: thinking one of these young, yeah, one of these young guys could come and take. You know, like if Hovland came and won, but the you know. Five times in a major, or you just took it to the like next could level. Could
2: the could the rib yato?
1: He
0: absolutely could. That, that's a re yato. Really? Is that your take? A re a re No, yotto would Absolutely be, not. He so I think DJ holds the crown right now, so he can't take it over.
2: But but I do no, I do think DJ is just scratching the surface. He could absolutely like huh. DJ could win two out of the next four majors and win seven times this year, and like that's
1: and that's the next level for him. Yeah, yeah. that's a yato. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that. All right, so um, who's your pick for for the yato?
2: I'm going – I've said it on the pod prior. I think he's a high, a relatively high-variance player, but I think he's going to start getting things dialed in. I think he's – you know, the rhythm of, of this year with everything going off, I think JT – I'm going with JT. Even though I – I think DJ is going to win a couple of majors. I think JT is dominant this year.
0: I'm going Bryson. I think uh, it, it seems – It ain't so. A, if I'm going with – Like JT has got to outplay Bryson so much from their second shot on, because Bryson is going to have a big advantage on almost every hole, and I think that's a huge hurdle to overcome. So give me the guy that's going to be closest to the green for the course of the entire year. I think it could be four or five wins easily and a major pretty easily. So I'm going with Bryson.
1: But all right, so so how do you? You guys are talking on Yato on like a taking over everything. Year of the takeover. Well, I think I we have
2: a separate sense. question. <laughs> I yeah, thought it was like takeovers,
1: like that's take. So that's that's fair. You're both right, but sometimes you could say someone yattos in their own game. You know, like like their personal, they take it to the ne- their yeah, own next level.
2: Yeah, but that's not taking over the, the scene. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think it's the leap. that's a leap. Okay. you know, a yes. leap is we have a, we have a
2: question for the that okay. that's like what what's a guy that's outside the top one hundred that'll get inside the top. Well, I I before? would say
1: so. I would, you know, I want to say Can'tley, but I'm gonna re. Oh
2: well, yeah, well, so I'll, I'll push back on Can'tley. He's 28 years old. He finished 2018 18th in the world, 2019 seventh in the world, 2020 ninth in the world. He won once in 2020. He had three other top tens. Only missed one cut, but I, you know, I think he he had 16 starts. He doesn't play all that much. I don't think he's competing week in week out. A lot has to go right for him to compete once or twice a month.
1: But but you would admit that he has killer tendencies. For sure,
2: when he's in the like mix, a, like, yeah, he's like he's a he's like a casual part time assassin.
1: He reminds me of the uh, like a, the what was it like Treadstone, Jason Bourne. <laughs> just watched me of, that actually. It's
0: pretty. <laughs> reminds
1: me of a Treadstone really operative. A yeah. Like, not Jason Bourne himself, but the guys that they send to kill he Jason like Bourne.
0: comes out on a motorcycle yeah, like, every now and then.
1: Zoom, you know, like, yeah, he's like, he's, yes, I have to, you know, Target acquired. He gets the but text message but while he's he like, spending yeah, time yeah, with the family. There, there's yeah. like
2: seven or eight of them, right? And they send different ones yes. at different times. That's, yes. that's why
1: I think exactly. that he, he's truly like very, very dangerous, but it's got to be when his number's called.
2: <laughs> but you don't know when his number's going to yeah. be called. He doesn't
1: even know when his number's yeah. going to be called. That so, is well said. I would, And I would love to say that I think it's Sanders Yato. But I think it's a very important year for Xander because I also think he might, Xander may have some phenal tendencies. Like it, I feel like he's kind of on that that tipping point of he could go he could, you know, he could yato or he could you know turn into a, a bit of a house cat. He's had some How very very stinky twenty seven. I think he's had some very stinky Sundays. Twenty seven. You've been on year. the you've
0: been on this block. He's got four PGA Tour wins. Um, I'd be curious. Uh, look, look, maybe we can bridge this. I, this. He, I got really impressed by him at the Masters
1: when when Tiger won, and then the last year was at, impressive, at, at the 2017 at, at Century. I was like, man, here he is. He's gonna ball out. And then he kind of choked, and I felt like that he's got a little scar tissue from. Well, I mean, JT this tournament tried last to, year.
2: They, this was a weird finish last year. They both tried to gift I it know, away. it was a, it was a like you take the check. It was no. a dual crowning.
0: So <laughs>
1: would you agree with that? Well, I was that he's on. Say, he's
0: kind of on the. Paths diverge in the in the snowy wood. Well, I wanted to see <laughs> what our friend. So I'm. I hope I pronounce his name. John as 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 who was, tweeting at us about phenol. He he kind of came up with a a new statistical analysis, which I love, by the way, <clears throat> about basically just talking about expected wins based on how you played. You know, going into you know, where you stand in a round, going into the final round, what your you know the chances that you would win, and then also based on how you played in that final round. What are your chances? Did you improve your chances to win? How many wins would you have expected to have? Basically, it, net, it kind of takes out like who's lucky in the year, who was unlucky, blah blah blah, and it shows that Xander is a bit even like has played even better, his win expectancy is like even better than uh, I think I have that right. But, but he is he's on the opposite end of the spectrum of like Ricky and Fee now. So I, I know you he, yeah. he's had some shaky finishes at the at yeah. the end, but like. I don't he's, know if the numbers the support that. Too. Yeah, I,
1: but look, uh, but last year at the Century, you would agree that was a shaky finish. He got gusted on though. I mean, I he had some think, bad golf shots down the stretch. I
2: also think that that's a tough. It's a tough tournament to judge guys too much on where they're starting their year. They've been off for a month or two. Like they're not in the mix. They're not in the grind yet. I, I do, Solly I do think we talked about this a little bit on our on our text thread this week. I think you you. You glossed away the phenal stuff a little bit too too quickly.
0: I do not because the conversation <laughs> started. Th- this whole thing started after the waste management, right? And we had the conversation, and it, I was just like, "Wait a sec!" He was, you know, phenal does DJ was all over it. Phenal doesn't get it done, never gets it done. And I kind of ha- held my hand up and just said, "Like, wait a second here." Like, phenal did enough to get it done today. Webb Simpson birdied the last three holes and then birdied the the. Like and I said, like look, if you want to look at Tony Finau's round four performance, has not been great, and if you want to call him for that, but I think at the same time he's run into some bad luck. Like the numbers have definitely. You just
2: said the that like so John's John's statistics uh, strive to take out the bad luck. They strive to to account for the bad luck and say, hey, here's what here's what's expected accounting for bad luck.
0: So his numbers show that based on the opportunity, you know, that he's, the performances he's had, he has it, you know, the amount of wins, hope I have this right. He has less wins. A a negative balance in there gives you less wins than you really have quote unquote earned. In theory have earned based on all the probability you would have based on how you did. This would, you you know,
1: in my expense, you know what I mean? You're saying Xander has that.
0: Xander's basically
1: owed maybe with how he's played. He should have won a little bit more. But there was another— He played good enough to win one or two more. Is that what you're so, saying?
0: Going into, so going into—so here's how it works for Tony now. Going into round four from 2016 to 2020, based on the where he's been, you would have expected him to won, win 3.2 times, okay, based on this algorithm, method, mm-hmm. whatever. He's only actually won once. So, But his expected wins giving actual play, meaning he's played your total play— if you do this you would expect to win 1.9 times which would be 2 times yeah. and he's only won 1. So he has that gap of -1. Negative -1 one. Negative one, yeah. essentially. So is there you know there's it's -2 and it's -1 going into final rounds you would expect him to close more than he has. Hasn't played great so that 3.2 falls to 1.9 so that's the bad play so, but that still yeah. the 1.9 and the 1 is like making up a difference of like yeah he probably should have gotten one more out of this.
2: But that just tells me he's he's also Yes, he's had some bad luck, but he also played like shit in those rounds. that so didn't even matter, right?
0: Uh, I, no, I think he he's played like shit in rounds that do matter, right? If he, if you're going into the final round and you were expected win total of three point two, that's giving yourself a lot of chances. And it just he hasn't played good enough. That, no, no from- I'm saying
2: I'm saying playing like shit in the final round to where like I know it matters, but like it didn't matter. Well, whether he played well or not, he was going to get beat on some like on some of them. Like the one in in like like, in like Minnesota, for instance. Three M. Yeah.
0: It seems like he has played on more than one occasion, he's played good enough to win and it hasn't worked out for him. Yet on very also many occasions he has played very much not good enough to win and dropping that probability in that final round.
2: But also there's on the flip side, there's also guys that that win more than their probability. So like looking at that chart, I don't have it up right now, but looking Mm -hmm. at that chart, at first glance it looked like Fienel, he was very much at the bottom of the mix, as far as you know, got like both basically capturing your your opportunities. He was close to or at the bottom of, of
1: the chart. He of is worst thirty yeah. guys or so. He's
0: gotten the least out of being in good shape after three rounds exactly. overall. Yes, overall. which is
1: damning. Yeah, that's, which is that's, truly that's
2: damning. Like I think that's the whole point, right? Yeah.
0: He doesn't pass the eye test on Sunday. Right, but you got to. There's two parts to that. From there. Okay. Okay. There's the part where you play bad, and that leads to you not winning. Sure. Which exists. Yes. it's And that is making up more than half of it, based on this analysis. And there's parts that, like, hey, you played good enough to win, but you didn't. Yeah. And that's also making up part of that gap between his expected wins and total wins. But, okay. But when he's, you see what I mean? I but, do. I
2: yes. But. but it's making up more than half of it, and he's on the, he's one of the worst guys on the spectrum as far as the top.
1: Can top you guys. give me an example then of somebody that? Based on their play, shouldn't
0: have won. Like, but has won Jim Herman more than they should. Jim Jim, Jim, Herman. Jim, yeah, Jim
2: Herman's probably at the top of the. Bryson mix. leads. Yes, yeah. okay. Bryson
0: leads. He's got nine wins, and it would expect him to win six point one times given actual play. Okay.
2: If you this, look back at like Tiger's, probably. I wish she wouldn't have said that. Two thousand <laughs> to two thousand five, Tiger would be at the top of the heap by a mile, right?
0: Yes. And this is good. This is like, I actually, I know that you're thinking this is a smoking gun. This actually, I think supports my point even more in terms of like, we can get so caught up with the result of somebody that just won because everything fell this person's way for a lot of times. And for everyone, it falls their your way. A lot of times there's somebody on the opposite end that like, whoa, it is really not falling no, your I way. I totally
2: get the whole luck factor, but, but I'm also coming to the point of like, more than half the time, it's not him getting unlucky. He's just playing like shit on Sunday.
0: Uh, yeah, he is he is last on this list. And, and that's the po- that's what yeah. we're
2: talking about here, right?
0: Yeah. Right. right. But he's
1: also saying that Finau he's gotten unlucky. now doesn't get enough to. credit for playing well on Sunday and just What? But then what am I what am I attributing that to? Getting outplayed by someone else who
0: played out of their mind? Well, this is going back to Phoenix, where like where this conversation started, where it was like, you know, I felt like it was a bad indictment for of Phoenix. Like that that wasn't the case for like Tony Fino can't get it done in the final round. That was like, no, 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 wait, this isn't the one. Like there's plenty of other examples of this. This is not the week to be like, why can't this guy get it done? Because that's this fair,
2: it was a poor example, and that's that's, fair. that's yeah, where it, the whole thing yeah.
0: started from, right? So it's my case has never been like he is great in the final round and just can't buy yeah. a bucket, and it's all bad luck. I thought it was an
1: excellent juxtaposition, though, with Webb who is, the to me, one of the opposite guys of, like, Tocaccia just finds a way.
2: Like, like the, the odds are stacked against, against Webb.
1: Against Webb, where, like, he, you know, it's like he just kind of, like, sees an opportunity, hits the hole, and, you know, he
0: goes 70 for a TD. Funny enough, actual wins from 2016 to 2020, Webb Simpson, three. Expected wins given actual play, 3.0. So he's perfectly spot on when it comes to luck. But I,
2: I think sometimes, like, Webb's a wire-to-wire guy, right? He plays...
0: Maybe not wire to wire, but he—he's playing the the odds. He the just plays yeah. all
2: four rounds, right? And just, like
1: the players that he won. Yeah, wire.
2: To wire. Yeah,
0: but so Phil has a minus one point seven actual wins versus expected expectation given play. I think that's entirely attributed to the 2016 Open Championship oh, where he played out of this world and one guy beat him.
1: All right, you guys, um, we're lost in the in the data sauce right now for me. Well,
2: all right, going back though, r- real quick, I think. And yes, this is in- attributed for a little bit in the data, where like it's you know how many times should you have won, like for for how fucking talented Tony Finau is, like he should win a lot more than even even his expected wins should be, right?
0: His expected wins given actual play should be higher than one point nine. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not right? been a good f- final round player.
2: But even no, but but like but like even you know expected wins through three rounds, like I would even say he's. A better player than that number, should yeah. Be, right.
0: I, I'd have to dive into how you get to that number. I think that's truly just like your probability based on how you stand after three rounds. Because he's I'm surprised he's that so
2: long, hunter. and he's a, and he's a really good putter, and he's got great feel. Like I think, like that's the biggest frustration with him is like, like yo, dude, like like you're and, and he's not young either, right? He's, right. I mean, Finau's in his in his low thirties. Like you know, get it.
0: He's gonna win. Twi- he'll win twice before the end of the the. Uh, the West Coast, the West Coast swing, swing. right? Yeah. I'm not worried about it.
2: I no, think I think the stat this stat
0: is really interesting. So it's on John Ezekiewicz's uh, Medium page. Jeff Shackelford has a link to it as well, um, and it's just it is interesting. I was I was kind of surprised at some of the names, you know, that were at the top of the list of the quote unquote luckiest players uh, who have taken advantage of the most opportunities, and it's some of the players that we consider to be the best. And I think there is something to that. Like there's something to us maybe overinflating some of these guys because things have gone their way, and is it going to always go that way for the entirety of their career? Is a fair question.
2: There's also, I think, some probably some, some.
0: Or do you miss your window? Could be.
2: I, th- I think there's also some some stuff in there where it's like there's there's other extraneous subjective factors in there too. Where if if DJ or Rom or whomever is chasing you down, mm-hmm. like. You know, they they kind of create their their own result.
0: It's in, it's very interesting way of looking at it, I think, and I, I'm excited to follow the stat as it goes. Who along. would
2: all right? So who would be the guy on that on that end of the spectrum that you would look at and be like, man, that guy's like the stats suggest that like he's gotten lucky as shit.
0: Lucky as shit is it? It's a it's a a relative term, of course, but it would say, it would say that Bryson, JT, Rahm, and DJ have gotten the luckiest. Or that things have fallen their way the best, which may I, I probably just makes sense if you win a lot, you're going to end up opposite that spe- on that end of the spectrum, right? Because
2: because because also I feel like at the end of the day too, a lot of your competitors going like going into the final round, a lot of those guys, if you go out and you take it by seven or eight or nine, those guys are going to collapse, but that's not that's not factored into the yeah. final calculus, right? So if if you know, let's say a guy's two or three shots back. Going into the twelfth or thirteenth hole, that guy's going for pans. He's going for broke. He may totally and it's worth fall noting back, this right? chart
0: is performance when entering final round at t ten or better. So it's like if you're in the hunt, what were your chances? You know, and you know how much did you take? It's it a day good day? analysis. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's really good. It's interesting. Sparks some interesting. Well, we're gonna get hammered for not getting enough questions. No, we gotta get of them in. We, we got it, plenty we of them. We're spending too much time on these. All right, somebody is way too many tweets about this at ny sports hipster. Does Anthony Kim swing oh, a golf club my, no, in I, a tournament in 2021? That's
2: the only thing I don't want to hear. Like more than Charlie Woods because
0: like, like because he took a picture with someone. Like what is going? Did I miss who something here? Gives a shit. Like what are we? What are we doing here? Like he hasn't played in what eight years, and you think he won? Let's say he does come back, guys. This is, good. It is going is gonna be sad. Like it is not gonna be what you think anymore.
2: He wasn't in a great place when he hung up. Right? <laughs> Jesus,
0: guys. Uh, you guys I, I are fired up about. No, it, uh, about I'm so Anthony tired Kim. of people
2: tagging me in tweets and and sending DMs about it and being like, like guys, oh. like I love, I appreciate Anthony Kim and what he was all about for however long, as much as anybody, but. Like that ain't like, it's not happening. It's not coming back. It's not
0: like it's nostalgia. We love the idea of him more than yeah. the actual, like, it, you know, it, we didn't want to believe that it was all going to go, go away and, and be over. But like his back is not a, from, from what I've heard, like he lives a somewhat normal life. He has money. He's, you know, more than set. Like he doesn't have a real, re, he plays in charity golf outings from time to time, plays in ams or weird stuff like that. He's going to pop up. You don't need to send us a picture every time he pops up at a golf course. Or okay.
2: not at a golf course. Like right. that—that's that, been my biggest problem. Is like he's not at a golf course. He's in like some you is, know event space in Dallas. That I'm like, who gives a shit? that a fundraiser?
0: It's because the caption said 2021 is going to be a big year. Like the guy that took the picture with him. That everyone thinks that means a comeback. Like <laughs> unless there's something I missed. Like that is I what I am assuming we're going off of. Get it out of here. Yeah, uh, guys, come on, let's calm down. So, um, all right, Lucas Kunkel won. handicap goals for 2021. Zero.
2: Zero? No. What do you got right now?
1: I'm at a 3.6.
2: You're at a 3.6? Yeah, you've, I went up. Got I got up. down to a
1: 1.7. I'm up to a 3.6.
2: You went up You went up 1.9? I had a
1: couple of good scores come off the board.
2: Damn.
1: I know. I've, I've shot in the 80s. We filmed a strapped and <laughs> didn't go well over there on some easy courses. It was also like 40 degrees. Didn't really want to be there. I went up one point three in the
0: last week, so yeah, it's,
1: it's it happens. Out, so a way. couple yeah. good scores oh. come off, and you're like, and you start looking at it, you're like, man, that makes sense. But I, but you know, knowing it's almost like once you've,
0: all right, I've gotten a one point seven. We know we can get there. So but it, we're it's gonna... sad when your handicap like goes up, and you realize whole like twenty rounds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it took me four months to get rid of, rid of a sixty six from September. Like it took me, literally just came off the books and my handicap went up over a shot. And you I was
2: like, well, that's what happened to you, me. You should have played more before Oregon.
1: It went from like. <laughs> this was no. after Oregon. It went 1.7 to 2.6.
2: In one round? Yeah. yeah. Like just
1: added. I was like, whoa. Like an 81 replaced a. Uh, a 68 or something like that.
2: Or? No,
0: a seven. The, the
1: Pranavidra round? Yeah, came the, off
0: the 70. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your boy's been
1: playing some golf. No, that's no, got to no, be No, no, no. It would have been. It, no, I think it was. The, I think, you know what it was? was banned in. Uh, Pacific Dunes when I got the plus three. Oh, the adjustment. I I was at like 75.
2: Is that a plus three day adjustment? Yeah, There had to be at least. No,
1: right. it was a plus three day. I know it was a plus three day adjustment. Yeah. So That's that sick. came off the books. So I think, anyway, I'd like to get into zero plus territory. You should be in plus. That should be a goal. Yeah, I, for sure. Zero but the lower is, you get, the harder it is. That's why I think that going from two to zero has got to be a...
2: But I think for you, your game is good enough where if you if you clean up a foul ball or two off the tee and then Clean up a little bit of well, Sally and I just played a bit of FSGA
0: finish. event today together. <laughs> we got we got paired together. DJ was supposed to play, he withdrew. We got paired with Josh Scobie. Randy it, was supposed to play too. Randy was supposed to play too. Scobie made it seven holes and withdrew. So we're a twosome behind all foursomes, and just me and Neil out playing, and we almost didn't finish. It was so slow. It, it was slow.
1: No,
2: let's, let's not bury the lead here. You lost a ball in a, in a I palm was pl- tree. I
0: played pretty good, other than
1: I, I had a snowman. Uh, I hit it. I hit an eight iron into a palm tree. Things we, were moving so quickly. We don't for know you. if it was a palm tree, and then you know the three minutes are up, and I'm, the group's stacking up behind us. He, so he, I, he runs back so to I the take, spot. I take my eight iron and a ball, and I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, and I just I panicked, and I didn't bring my bag with me. So then I hit that eight iron from the same spot, <laughs> found my divot, and hit it right into a tree. Hit it right into a tree, and then I had to hit an eight iron from like hundred ten yards. This time? Yeah, this time it came down like in the waist area. Then I had to hit an eight iron. Like try to hit a little punchy, chippy DJ pie eight iron like 110 yards, and then I almost got up and down from there, but I tapped in for an eight.
0: So this is where tournament experience will help you. That like you have to just soak in the embarrassment of slowing the group behind you down, and you got to just take it in. Like you hustled way too hard because like we're gonna wait on the next shot anyway. Do you know what
1: I told Scoby right before I hit that eight iron that (laughs) I hit into the palm tree? And it
0: wasn't that bad of a shot. It was just a little, a bit of a queef. It really wasn't.
1: Uh, I said we were just sitting there talking. He's like, so you play in these often? And I was like, no man, this is my first like, you know, golf tournament on my own since like ninth grade. And it was like, I, you know, and I was kind of like in my head like, yeah, things are going all right. Yeah. <laughs> and I just fucking hit in a ball tree. <laughs> and that's where you have to like, oh wait, I, oh, my option here is I have to go back. Like I didn't hit a, it we're, was,
2: we're playing a real golf. No today, one, Reggie.
1: I don't, I would argue, I don't think anyone's ever lost a ball. Like in that spot. Like that's what, like it it's was right of 16 luck. green. Yeah. It's wide open up there, you know? like
2: It's Minshew mania. He, he planted a bunch so, of... So, anyway. And
1: Solly hit a tree on the hole before, and it went backwards like 75 yards behind... I hit a green, Literally tree. behind the shitter. I hit a greenside tree, and I had 85 <laughs> yards in with my third shot and, then, and made seven. Scoby Scobie snapped two out of bounds on the next hole and just said, I'm fucking packing it up. Left TC's out. Jack's
0: speech is just, man, it will just like... It's Murphy's Law but shit out there. The people want to know, I shot 80 today. And I'm proud of that 80. I think I, I, I you know.
1: With a know,
2: quad, that's that's fair. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had a couple of lazy bogeys, but like I hit the ball pretty good. Sally, so, like, what's your goal for the year?
0: I want to make it out of Locals for US Open. Okay. Uh, we'll do our big goals, but my, yeah. my handicap goal, yeah, handicap goal, plus three.
2: Plus three. I got what, to plus 2.6 last okay.
0: year and the dudes I was playing with were making me playoff plus four because like I was just vibing. Like I could shoot three under on an off day then and Right now, I'm so freaking far from that that I can't even those imagine. those guys are
2: making you play off a plus four, what's Furick playing off of?
0: He, we, like a plus six. He, he, he gives me three shots, which is, when I'm playing good, like I've managed to hold yeah, my no own.
2: One, no wonder the guy's worth like $75 million. <laughs>
0: Dude, like, I have held my own with him. I, I'd try to get four. <laughs> Furyk <laughs> thinks I'm the best player, like best end player in Florida because I always play great with him. But then, like literally the last time many, I played. Many people said Jim Furek's head. "No, <laughs> the I'm best serious. Damn
1: player in Florida." <laughs>
0: but I, I'm exaggerating. But like, I always play great with him. But the, I literally haven't played good since the last time I played with him. Like, I haven't had an under par round in my last 20 plus rounds. Like, it's been horrible. I'm a seven. I'm a point seven handicap now, and I've got so much work to do. It's just like it's amazing how it comes and goes. Well, hey, listen, uh, eight thirty shotgun tomorrow, bud. I'll see yeah, you there. Gosh, We're when, teeing off number I two. Jack's I don't know Beach. where the driver's going when Jack's Beach is a hard place to play. That I, yeah. I lost a sleeve today. Three balls in the TC, bottom, so. what's your handicap goal?
2: So yeah, I got I got kind of a bifurcated year coming up. I'm like currently I'm still a 3.9 uh, right handed. Okay. Which was up about one. I was like a 2.1 or 2.2 before I went left handed. I am thinking. I think I'm like a 17.4 right now left handed. Kind of plateaued. I have an appointment tomorrow with Kevin and Nico. From mm. Golf Blueprint. Oh,
1: he's gonna get his practice done. I've been to the range
2: twice since I went left-handed. Everything's been on the course, right? So I think um, that's which recipe. like
0: truly reps for le- just hitting balls lefty. Yeah, around. it's like like it's
2: like I just need to I just yeah. need to like imprint this on my on yeah. my psyche. So that because yeah, I think the the putting and the chipping's great. It's just a matter of like and like I can get off the tee now. It's my irons suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm trying to get down to basically what I want to do is I want us to do a wild world of golf, and I have two caddies, and I'm playing against myself. God, I love it. <laughs> Left-handed versus right-handed. TC, I'd love to caddy for you and if, it's you're looking like, for, if you're looking for somebody. No, I was, I was thinking more of long lines of like, you know, Maddie and, <laughs> and like Sam Pinna, who's uh, Cam's caddy, or we fly Bussy in or somebody like that.
0: I'll tell you you need to go somewhere other than Jack's Beach if you want to get your handicap lower because oh, it's, it's sixty nine point the rating's something rating yeah. in it's yeah. so difficult. We yeah. the, the leaders of the well, tournament It just in, depends on the pins. No, it's hard, no matter what. Like Neil so the tournament Neil and I are playing, we're recording this on Monday, it'll be over by the time this is posted, but the leaders which like include like the plus threes that are playing this, the leaders are two over. Like, which yeah. does not happen in very many. So what are you, T nine on T eleven? Something like that. Oh,
1: it's yeah. anybody's
2: ballgame, guys. Yeah. I'm Not on
0: the course you can't more. go get it, though. Like, I know, come out and watch. I
1: just don't. Yeah. But, I, you know what, make, I may
2: grease the FSG. I'm straight guys, up see.
1: encouraged by I thought. I thought it, I, I hadn't played golf in three weeks. So I grinded it out a little bit today. We got
0: some video content from uh, Neil and I played an alternate shot event, a foursomes event, in uh, December in Lakewood Ranch. And that footage is going to shine very well for you. You had some tough t balls on day one. It's a
1: dangerous Three right
0: now, come on! But first of all, I want to congratulate you on breaking par for the second time. You and I broke par in all we shot did. on that's the second right. day. Official shot a of seventy-one. Yeah, that's that's holding out eighteen times. Yeah, um, we played. We shot seventy-six round one, and I think we both were just like, dude, we didn't play that bad. Like we had it, and we played so much better day two. And we, I mean, I think we still made five bogeys that day. We yeah. could have really taken it deep. I struggled actually a lot on the on day two. But Neil played. Neil had some golf shots, man. It it was. I hate to say it like it's I, terrifying. I I, I I don't like the word proud, but I was like, dude, this like, I feel like this dude's really about to really bust through yeah. this year. So, mega bonus time that's got to be your goal, the big time goal. All right. So, this. yeah, of, I, of I think course.
2: another another question I saw on there, uh, I didn't bookmark or anything, but what happens first? Neil I know that question. gets the mega bonus, or I forget the other. Is it Neil breaks? No, no, Neil. Taurus Neil wants Torah sauce or gets mm. the mega bonus in 2020. Yeah, people are
0: people are asking questions now. As Big Randy has won. Sorry oh. if I spoiled it for anyone. Big Randy won season six of Taurus sauce. Is uh, only uh, one person doesn't have one.
2: I'm still livid at DJ for for missing the fairway on one of the widest fairways in America. Saying you know the, the only angle is down the left.
1: Fuck you. Man. I'd say. Well, no, you guys answer that question. What do you think? That's it. answer the question's for you, bud. When are you gonna step up and win? Well, one? right. I'd so say I, I'd I, say honestly, if I was a betting man, which I am. I would uh, say the megabonus. I'd say the mega are going to get more be, shots. Because, at because it. these guys jeerry, Yeah, the these guys. are worst The worst. worst. No, we play the, we play the ball down and we hit cups. We hit cups for the honestly, mega bonus. Honestly, I feel like we don't you, hit cups on Taurus. Maybe in a better you guys spot
2: don't with understand. your game. Not playing a super short course because I think it sometimes it puts you in such awkward spots, and you guys find like, oh, it's like a fifty-nine hundred yard course,
1: par seventy. I like I would, I would also, I would agree with that. It does, it does, oh, no. they, like, it all sets a little bit, a but little I get bit. you get into some weird spots where you end up hitting clubs off the tee that you wouldn't hit, or you end up trying to force like a chippy cut driver or whatever. It's so, like you
2: just said, <laughs> it's so weird when you like, like I would, I would say if you. If Neil goes out For and plays sure. a sixty-five hundred yard regular ass straightaway thing, versus trying to, especially first time playing a course too, like he's, he's, I think he's gonna play better from the more straightforward the, the place or like the way that the place was designed versus trying yeah. to bomb and gouge and getting because Muni's like a lot of the places they play. Sully, so like we're not familiar with those places. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> They're fucking weird, right? Yeah, they you can are. get yourself in some weird. There's some places.
1: really, really funky dog legs, is what yeah. you see. Like you know, fifteen in Jacks Beach. Yeah, it's like that. There's all that that like just it's just lurking. It's, it's like trees. governors on a golf cart. Yeah. You know, no, 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 ah, ah, ah. let's let's keep, let's hold it back a little bit, guys. Yeah. So. I uh, think, but I'm Neil coming I, for
0: blood on Taurus sauce. I'm, I'm going to let you guys know that. Neil is. So, so what I loved about the foursomes event, it was like a 6,700 yard course or so and set up pretty easy. Like, that is so up both of our alleys. Like, my game, we both hit it pretty far. He hits it further than I do. But, like, I don't think your game, it may sound counterintuitive, I don't think your game translates to like 7,300 yards very well. And neither does mine. Yeah. Like, I, I don't drive it good enough. Like, you have to be a better. More consistent driver of the ball than both of us are to succeed at that length, but like where you and I hit it off the tee, we can take golf courses like that and, and pick it apart. Especially yeah, we'll, get, we'll also yeah. get yeah. enough
1: looks from one twenty and in, whereas you stretch it out over seven thousand, it's like I have to hit a bunch of consistent seven, six, and seven irons, like. Maybe not for me. That's a tall order for me. Yeah, you know? it's how you that's get better, the, but yeah, like, it is. It's, it's just tough to it's score. Ah, like, uh, man, that's, that, that that's not for me. Left that wears either. you down, right? Like that's like middle
0: rounds of a boxing match. Like,
1: Come on, man, I can't handle this.
0: So we've gone a little long. I, I don't know exactly. I yeah. wanted to get to Danny Finnan's questions, which is he's an Irish dude, and he goes, "Where the fuck you lads been?" I just wanted to get to that one. But <laughs> gosh,
2: I feel like we've got some other stuff to get to.
0: We got a recap pod coming up this weekend too. If you want to save any of it.
2: Yeah. No, Sorry. I just I just want to you know urban.
0: Oh yeah, we Jags get to that. rumors. There was not a question good. we got from that. Um, not good. What to Scobie today? He didn't give us any deeds.
2: I mean, Shad's a Shad's a dipshit.
0: From Colin yeah. Wilkerson, how do Tron and Randy feel about the possibility of Urban Meyer being the next coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? It has to be a huge thrill for them. It's not good. Season.
2: They're going to give him full <laughs> personnel control and twelve million a year and all that. You have eighty million dollars to spend in free cap, plus.
1: Is this official?
2: Oh, I mean. They're basically saying the job is his if he wants it. It's not good. It's not good, especially after Shot has been shaking down local authorities for this Lot J, you know, real estate development project along the river. There's a lot of corruption going on right now in Jacksonville. I would encourage any whistleblowers and any uh, any investigative journalists to turn their eyes to Jacksonville.
1: And people are coming after the mayor's wife. I mean, this kind of uh, yeah, wild there west. Was, a, was there gonna... was a catch me outside. How about that kind <laughs> of thing going on <laughs> from Lenny Curry? from the homie Lenny Curry. Yeah, the
2: mayor on on uh, what was that? It was such or Saturday tweet. night.
1: It was so. in He was like, "Hey, happy New Year!" It's like a picture of him and his wife, and some guy just comes in hot on him. He was like, hey, your wife's ugly. And he's like, yo, meet
2: me anytime, any place. Like, <laughs> No, uh, he said, you name the time and the place and I'll be there. And not only that. And then he started. But Is that, it prison? Because he's <laughs> legitimately that, that the wasn't mayor of, even, of that the city. That wasn't even the bad one. The next one was this city council guy comes at him and he starts talking about the city council guy getting caught on tape with his mistress and all this stuff. And was the like, mayor did? Yeah. It's like, whoa, man. And he kind of apologized for it today, but I don't know. A lot going on here in Jack's. Trevor Lawrence, welcome to town. Yeah,
0: seriously, <laughs> come on down.
2: Uh, we got two first rounders. We got two second rounders. We got a lot of fourth rounders. I think. Yeah, I think that. God, what else am I burning on? I think so. I, I'd like to acknowledge. I think we'll do a ladies, a ladies kind of season preview. What they they tee off in like two weeks? I think we'll probably cover a little bit of that. I'm excited for what they're doing uh, this year. They got Olympic Club, Shaughnessy. Carnoustie, Inverness, Wilshire, potentially somewhere cool in Scotland that's not named the Renaissance Club. Oh, I'm so done with Renaissance Club. No, right? <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, that's that's sweet. We've got uh we've got Checo, my man, getting a seat at uh, Red Bull, replacing the fluffer Alex Albon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the part where we play the music. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's to play
1: on, on. Hold on. Right. You're hitting too much, you're, you're you're knocking them off the list. Going back,
2: going back. One I want one long shot from you
1: guys. Well, I was gonna say we saved that for the preview. For the video,
0: we got some pre a preview
1: video. I think that would be good. I think these would be good picks for videos. And what it is is a guy from outside the top 100 makes it into the top 50, and a guy from inside the top 50 bumps himself out of the uh, top hundred. So correct.
2: Last thing: high school golf coach and Ah, Neil's also high school basketball coach passed away this week. Ron Bell, Georgia legend, complete
1: Uh, legend, complete loose cannon.
2: I would like you to tell the story going to Kiowa. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, there's a lot of stories about Ron Bell, but one of one of my favorites was, you know, we had those, like, uh, little buses, the short buses, I guess you'd call them, that we would take on for basketball or, you know, lacrosse or whatever, some of the smaller sports, and uh, we had a guy on the team that his dad, I think, I don't know if he owned Kiowa Island or
2: Family money. Family man. money,
1: and he was like, "Well, hey, over you know Easter break, you take the golf team down to Kiowa." So we uh, we hop on the uh, the Maris school bus, and Ron Bell's going hundred miles an hour, st- legitimately just <laughs> topping it off. And
2: the speedometer on these things only goes up to seventy five. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: yeah. So let's say ninety. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like he is, he's moving left lane only. You know, nobody's passing us, and we get we get pulled over, obviously. And, you know, the cop comes, he opens up the, bus. you know, the, the door, door on the opens right. up the bus. He said, officer, what, what can I do for you? It just hits him with the, you know, he was from North Georgia, hits him with the Southern charm and he's, you know, you're going way too fast. Oh man, what are you trying to make it to a golf tournament? Like immediately talks his way out of it, you know, and off we go. And, uh, I mean, that's, that was the story. He you know, was, he was actually,
2: better. so he, uh, yeah, I remember going up to, he was from Northwest Georgia, played really good. High school basketball player, really good college basketball player, really good, great basketball coach. Ends up going to Young Harris College and then University of Montevallo and ends up getting into basketball coaching. Wife dies of cancer like when he's like 23 or 24. He's got three young kids. Two kids. Two two young kids. And he ends up, you know, basically crafting his career around – taking care of the kids and all that and ends up becoming one of the most legendary high school basketball coaches in, in the state of Georgia. But he always had a cigar in one hand and he putted and chipped one handed. Hmm. And that was always something where like, I look back at that and I'm like, man, like he told me, he's like, you should try to chip left-handed. <laughs> I was like,
1: he'd also, I was to, like, yeah, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> he also, he was a big third person guy. <laughs> watch coach now. Yeah. And now watch coach now. <laughs> right. And, or in during basketball season, he was notorious for being very prepared Watched a lot of film. If He had his P.E. class in the winter. It was money because he wasn't around. And he would come in to the gym He'd be pissed after a loss, and he'd go, Hey, who's goddamn class y'all? And we'd be like, we're yours, coach. Go run a mile. <laughs> and he just leave us for an hour. It was He's a complete menace.
0: So R.I.P. Ron Bell. Amen. Rest in peace. That was beautiful, boys. All right, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back uh, this weekend to wrap up the century, and uh, we will see you then. Cheers. Cheers.